Space, the final frontier. This is the Observer's Notebook, the official podcast of the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers. It's mission to explore the solar system, to seek out new observations and data, to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. And now the host of the Observer's Notebook, Tim Robertson. Hello and welcome to the Observer's Notebook, the official podcast for the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers. I'm Tim Robertson, your host of the podcast and also the coordinator of the training program within the ALPO. The Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers is an international organization devoted to the study of the sun, moon, planets, asteroids, meteors, and comets. Our goals are to stimulate, coordinate, and generally promote the study of these bodies using methods and instruments that are available within the communities of both amateur and professional astronomers. The Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers collects and analyzes observations of various solar system bodies and associated phenomenon, and publishes those in, with detailed reports in the quarterly publication, the Journal of the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers, otherwise known as the Strolling Astronomer. This podcast depends upon donations from you, our listeners, to keep it alive. If you enjoy what you hear on the Observer's Notebook, you can donate it to it via Patreon by giving as little as $1 a month. If you feel even more generous, for $5 you receive early access to the podcast before it goes public. For a monthly donation of $10, you receive a copy of the Novice Observer's Handbook. And for $35 a month, you will receive producer credits on the podcast. You can help us out by going to www.patreon.com slash Observer's Notebook. A reminder, the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers maintains many individual observing sections and programs devoted to the study of various solar system bodies and phenomenon. Each is managed by one or more coordinators that collect and study the submitted observations. If you would like to join the ALPO, you can for as little as $14 a year. For more information, you can visit us on the internet at www.alpo-astronomy.org. And now, The Observer's Notebook. All right, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Observer's Notebook. We have a three-time visitor to the podcast today, Julius Benton. How you doing, Julius? I'm doing great. Great. Why don't we uh, just give a little brief introduction to yourself so everybody knows who you are if they haven't heard the previous two podcasts with you. Yeah, I uh, have been managing uh, the Saturn section since 1971. Um, I go back in membership to the ALPO back in the you know, about 1968, and uh, I uh, have been doing that for quite some time, and um, it's been an enjoyable experience, and of course, uh, I'm continuing on with that, and uh, it's been a fascinating, uh, you know, 40 or so years, a little a little longer than a Saturnian year, you know, it's 29, <laughs> 29 and a half years, Earth years anyway, but uh, yeah, I mean, my background, of course, uh, I did some teaching in college, and then of course, I was with... Uh, general dynamics uh in uh avionics research for a long time involved in avionics and uh it was uh i retired back in 19 i mean i'm sorry 2014 and of course uh i've been enjoying uh the alpo and my observing and everything since then and you're also the coordinator for the venus section correct yes i sure have about the same length of time back about 1971 is when i started off on both of them okay 
So why don't you give us a little just brief overview of the Saturn section for our new listeners? Yeah, Saturn section um, has been around for quite some time. Uh, we have uh, we have eighty or so uh, dedicated observers, and um, they have been sending in observations and images. Uh, they still send in drawings, intensity estimates, that kind of thing on a regular basis. And that's uh, good to hear. <laughs> this apparition is no different than the other ones. We've got a lot of good observations coming in uh, in in this final year of the Cassini mission. Right. And what type of equipment do you suggest to make contributions to the Venus, uh, I'm sorry, the Saturn section? Well, I don't generally set any inflexible minimum, but we have observers that uh, are observing with uh, four-inch refractors, uh, some with a uh, little bit smaller uh, Maxudo Cassegrains. But for a regular participation in the Saturn section, we generally recommend a little bit larger apertures uh, in the range of six to uh, Eight inches, uh, as far as refractors are concerned, and then with uh, with uh, Maxutoffs, um, we've got several observers that use uh, five and six inch Maxutoffs. And for some of the advanced programs, uh, the uh, in imaging, uh, some of our observers go all the way up to twenty uh, inch systems. So uh, it's uh, it's a whole mix of different instruments, and we don't discourage anyone from using what telescopes they have. Just getting out and observing, and ask for guidance if necessary. That's great. Now, Saturn, as we're recording this, is past opposition, and it's a really easy object in the evening sky. Is What's going on on the planet right now? What can you tell us? Well, some of the things that we're starting to see, we've got quite a number of observations. We're well into the 200s uh, for this particular apparition. Um, and what people are starting to image right now are some faint white spots and a few dark spots in the northern hemisphere of Saturn. And uh, we're trying to keep track of those and uh, to make sure that uh, observers keep sending in their data as soon as they, uh, you know, accumulate that information. And uh, so we've, we've amassed quite a few observations right now that uh, most of our observers have been uh, imaging those, those discrete spots with in- instruments in the range of about 8 inches to 10 inches uh, aperture. Uh, what's going on right now is that uh, the historic scientific odyssey that uh, began back uh, some 12 years ago um, is now winding down, and the Cassini mission that we've been uh, we've, we've initiated and uh, maintained a pro-am effort where we contribute observations to the com- uh, the professional community and the Cassini mission uh, has continued on and will continue on as long as. Uh, we have observers going on this apparition. Yeah. Now, is there a need for observations as we get closer to, what is it, September 15th, when Cassini makes its plunge into the atmosphere? Yep, September 15th, and uh, we want people to continue to observe and image the planet. Uh, Obviously, uh, we uh, have been told by the uh, Cassini mission that observers should not stop imaging, even though the Cassini mission is going to come to an end because a lot of this data can be used for comparative purposes uh, uh, with some of the Cassini observations that have occurred from spacecraft. So anyone who's making observations of Saturn and imaging should not quit. Continue on and be consistent. Now, are there particular types of observations or images you, you want, or is it just everything? Well, those that have been imaging Saturn have been using uh, various wavelengths. Um, we have those who are imaging Saturn um at uh, IR wavelengths and that have been picking up some of those spots that haven't been seen visually but uh, at different wavelengths different regions of the atmosphere are obvious so uh, 
it makes for uh, quite a combination of observations to compare and contrast over the uh, course of the apparition. And whatever we send to Cassini uh, will certainly be part of the database. Okay, so you work very closely with uh, Cassini mission planners? Yes, yes. They, In fact, they were the first to come to us in the ALPO asking for amateur observations. And uh, that went back all the way to 2004. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, it's been it's been a, a long, long cooperative uh, effort. Kind of it's sad to see the mission good. end too. Yeah. So, um, so you're accepting observations from everybody. So, any listeners, new or old, could just pull out their telescope and try some imaging and uh, drawings of Saturn and send them in. Yes, absolutely. And uh, obviously, if you uh, observers can go to the ALPO website and uh, they can see some of the observing forms we use as well as some of the methods. And uh, that is a good way to get acquainted with some of the observations that are ongoing right now. We continue to update that website uh, on a regular basis. And that's a good point when you talk about the observing forms because Saturn is dynamic in a way where the the uh, ring angle changes. And, yeah, it, and so you have various forms, right, for the different rings. Yeah, it is difficult to draw freehand, mm-hmm. um, but we have forms that are available that give the various ring tilts, mm-hmm. and um, it makes it a whole lot easier to uh, to sketch the uh, the planet. Now, again, of course, uh, there is other information on the form that supports the observations, like type of telescope, the time, uh, filters used, uh, location of the observer, types of telescope, magnifications, etc., and the types of cameras used as well. And the forms are available on the website? Yes. For free download for anybody? Yes, it doesn't cost anything. But right. Just sign in and they're downloadable. Now, don't you have also a Saturn Observer's Handbook or something like that? Yeah, there's a Saturn Handbook. Um, it has taken the form of a book that I published back in late 2005. It's called Saturn and How to Observe It. It's available from uh, suppliers such as Amazon and Etc. But uh, it gives all the basic information on how to visually observe Saturn and do some imaging. Okay, so I'll put a link for that Amazon book on the show notes so people can get to it. And also I'll put a link for the Saturn observing form so people can easily go to those as well. Yeah, that'll be very helpful. And uh, what we typically ask people to do is send their observations in as they make them. So if there's something unusual that's cited, just like some recent observations of some white spots and some dark spots in Saturn's uh, atmosphere, uh, we'd like to know about it so we can alert other observers to start observing and also to alert the Cassini mission. Okay. Now, how long do those spots last? Well, some of them have been lasting, uh, some of the ones that have been occurring in the equatorial zone uh, have lasted for quite a while. Some are very transient. They don't last very long at all. So tracking the longevity of those and whether, whether uh, what the appearance is under various uh, wavelength uh, Using various filters is very important. So continued observations from night to night, knowing when to observe and how to observe is important. So if one studies the processes for making observations in in my book and also uh, follow some of the instructions that we give to observers, uh, and some of that that information is on the website as well. Great. Uh, We are always seeking observations, both from a novice as well as more experienced observers. And if the novice observers don't feel uh, talented enough to make observations, they're more than welcome to join the uh, ALPO training program, which I run. And we'll walk you through the process for making excellent Saturn observations. 
Yes, several of our observers have been a part of that program, and they learned quite a bit, and they became far more proficient observers as a result of it. That's great to hear. So where are your observations published? Well, we published our observations in an apparition report that occurs in the Journal of the ALPO. Um, that's also published on the website uh, in electronic form, and those who join the ALPO have an option to get both the, the electronic as well as the printed copy, and it comes out uh, about four times a year. Right, and membership is fairly cheap. It's only like $14 a year for the electronic copy. Yeah, it's very reasonable. Yeah, so those of you listening to the podcast that want to be a part of this, please join the ALPO. We really appreciate it. So It's how can- a very cordial ob- ob- uh, organization, and we like we have uh, there's a lot of friendly folks in it, and we enjoy discussing observations uh, with all observers, advanced and novice. Yeah, very good. Do um, you have anything else to add about Saturn? I don't think so. It's like I said, it's going to be a very, very interesting apparition, especially now that the Cassini mission is winding down. But it'll be interesting to see how uh, things change as time goes on with these features that we've been able to document on the in, in the atmosphere of Saturn, this apparition. Okay, well, changing gears a little bit, were you able to observe this total solar eclipse? I was unable to observe it. I did it electronically because where I was located, it rained and clouded up on me and was pretty disappointing. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, was yeah, pretty... those things happen, but yeah. I've seen a few before, so yeah, it's not... Well, I'm sure. Well, the, what, the 2024 is coming close to your area, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it will be. That'll not be very fun. far at all. That'll be fun. All right, well, so how can everybody get a hold of you? Well, the best thing to do is to uh, look uh, at the ALPO uh, website. Uh, my address and information is there. Um, you can also, you probably have my email address that you can make uh, available to everyone via a link. I will and do that. That is already on the website as well. Great. Well, Julius, I want to thank you for coming on again and giving us this uh, Saturn report. All right. Good. Clear skies, guys. <laughs> Well, that'll do it for this special edition of the Observer's Notebook podcast. I again, want to thank our special guest, Julius Benton, for coming on and giving us a apparition update on Saturn. So get out there with your telescopes and observe Saturn and contribute to the ALPO. We upload a new episode of the Observer's Notebook every few weeks. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. If you do, please rate and review us. I really appreciate it. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud. The link is in the show notes. And anywhere else you want to find a podcast, we're available there too. If you like the podcast, if you like what you hear, you can support it by donating a little as $1 a month. For $5 a month, you get early access to the podcast. For $10 a month, you get a copy of the ALPO Novice Observer's Handbook. And for $35 a month, you get one year's membership in the ALPO, along with producer credits on this podcast. And with that, I really want to thank the producer of this podcast, Steve Seidentop. Great job, Steve, for helping us out with the Observer's Notebook. I really appreciate it. The link for Patreon, as well as the link for the ALPO, is in the show notes. You can contact me via email at cometman at cometman.net. And the podcast also has a Twitter spot now. That's at ObserversNBPod. That's at ObserversNB, that stands for Notebook, Pod. So if you're on the Twitterverse, go ahead and look us up and uh, follow us. We post some pretty interesting things along the way.
If you also like what you hear on the podcast, join the ALPO. It's only $14 a year. Yes, I'm talking to you right there who's listening in your car, who likes the ALPO, and you might even contribute. But no, you haven't joined yet. Well, it's only $14 a year. Come on, let's do it. You can find out more at www.alpo-astronomy.org. You can find the ALPO on Facebook. We're everywhere on the Internet. Just search for ALPO Astronomy. The podcast also has a Facebook page. Yes, I'm over there, too. Just look for Observer's Notebook. If there's something you want us to talk about on the podcast, you can post it there, and we'll have a conversation about it. The ALPO, again, is an international organization devoted to the study of the sun, the moon, the planets, asteroids, meteors, and comets. Our goals are to stimulate, coordinate, and generally promote the study of these bodies using methods and instruments that are available within the communities of both amateur and professional astronomers. Until next time, I hope that you always have clear and steady skies. Thanks for listening.